The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, you know what? Come on out and follow me. Well, hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this middle of November uh, show here for November 16th uh, on ESPN. And, uh, you know, this we've got a pretty good show lined up for you, I think, this week. First of all, excuse me, we're going to be talking to uh, George Langley. George Langley is uh, the owner of Eagle Sports Center in Eagle River, and uh, they've been ice fishing up there already. I know it's been real cold down here, too, but not many people are ice fishing. But I'm, I don't know. I'm just not ready for ice fishing yet. I, that mentally, I'm not. No, 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 no. I, I know there's my ice fishing buddies out there, but I'm sorry. Mentally, I'm just not ready for it. <laughs> uh, but we'll be talking with him. Paul Shelton, head of the Illinois uh, Wildlife Programs. We're going to be talking about the just the the the, the, the Illinois deer herd, how they're doing, how, you know, uh, what are we looking forward to, and how they try to figure out how to manage something in 102 counties over bazillions of square miles. You know? It's not an easy thing to do, but we'll, we'll be talking to Paul, Paul Shelton about that. And then my good buddy, Nate Wellman, who uh, used to be a, an elite bass angler, uh, fishing the tournaments, he's got a uh, guide service in western Michigan called the West Michigan Guide Service, obviously. And uh, we're going to be talking with him about the unbelievable steelhead fishing he has been f- working with his clients out there on the uh, Muskegon River. It's just been fantastic. A lot of 8 to 12 pounders and... We're going to talk to him about some of the bigger ones that are uh, they've been getting, too. So steelhead fishing in the river, it's going to be there all winter long. Oh, it You're you're fighting those fish on their own terms. That's all I can tell you. It's going to be really cool. But, you know, we want to say thank you to our sponsors that bring this program to you every single week. You know who we're talking about. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores that are here to serve you. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your adventure starts here. Waterworks Marine. Oh, man, check out those 2020s that are lined up out there. Oh, lots of boats all run by Mercury. You can't go wrong with that. Paul's Pizza in Westchester. Good, good old Paulie. DiamondGhostCharters.com. HookAndHuntTV.com. And our friends down at Ren Lake at VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com. And we're the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing teams. Remember that. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? Tell your friends, and if you haven't done so far, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and tell them that, uh, you know, like us over there and be part of our team. We get video fishing reports and all kinds of neat information there and and hot stories that are coming across the the outdoor news line, as I like to call it. That's a good thing to do. But uh, we are the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing teams. So let's not forget all those 
kids that are wanting to be great anglers and are great anglers already. So remember that. Uh, I got to tell you this right now. I, I really want to be there. It's killing me that I'm not. I, I really, really want to be there because it wasn't until I was like 19 years old that I learned what the one of the greatest holidays on the face of the earth are. No, it's not that one. No, it's not that one either. It's opening day of Michigan firearm deer hunting. <laughs> the entire state of Michigan stops on November 15th yesterday. There were 500,000 hunters in the woods of Michigan yesterday uh, trying to find their deer. And probably a lot of them didn't, but that's okay. Uh, but it's not so much the deer hunting. It's all the the families that get together, the the meals, the laughing, the talking about stuff back and forth, remembering all the, the, the hunts of past and relatives that are no longer there. I mean, it's much more than just a hunting, opening day of a hunting season. It's really a family tradition in the state of Michigan. And Wisconsin's coming up, and so is Illinois. Uh, it's just a marvelous thing to be part of, to see, and enjoy. Well, I tell you what. When we come back, we're going to talk about some fishing reports. We've got some outdoor news. And who knows what's going on in the great outdoors. We're going to try to bring it to you, as we always do every single week, on your favorite outdoor radio show, Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Come to Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's for their holiday kickoff sale going on now till November 26th. It's holiday time at Bass Pro and Cabela's, and whatever your favorite outdoorsman wants under his tree, I can guarantee Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's has it at their holiday kickoff sale. From fishing rods and reels to camo clothing and those smart fashions for the lady, all your holiday shopping can be done at one spot. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's with their holiday kickoff sale. Don't forget, Santa's Wonderland starts November 16th to December 24th. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure starts here. Buy a fishing boat in November from Waterworks that's powered by a Mercury motor and say, oh yeah, it is saving money. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills is having truckloads of Lowe's, Lunds, Sea Pros, Monterey boats, all powered by a Mercury motor, delivered every week. And they are giving you boat show incentives now, layaway prices now, and winter discounts now. For five years running, Waterworks has received the prestigious CSI Award for customer satisfaction, so you know Waterworks is many steps above all other dealers for price and service. Waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to Waterworks with an E dot com and say, oh, yeah, to saving more money. You only need to say one word, Shimano, and you know you're talking about the smoothest, most efficient spinning reel and bait casting reels on the market. Whether it's Stella, Stratic, Corrado, Antares, or others, when you match it up with a Shimano fishing rod, you're holding a fish catching machine. Made to last and perfectly balanced for bass, trout, muskie, and panfish, Shimano is the only name you need to remember the next time you walk into your local dealer. What's the name? Shimano. This segment and interview is brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure begins. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Sarah, for introducing me again. 
But uh, let's get a little bit of outdoor information out there for the show. Uh, Indiana State Park uh, properties, some of them will be closed temporarily for quality controlled deer management hunts uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, The hunts run for two days. The first hunt is Monday, November 18th and Tuesday the 19th. The second one is December 2nd and December 3rd. Participating state parks uh, in Indiana include the Chain of Lakes, Charlestown, Clifty Falls, Fort Harrison, Harmony, Indiana Dunes, McCormick Creek, Ogobachi, I know I'm saying that wrong, Pokemon, Prophetstown, Shackamack. Don't you love the name of a state park? Shackamack. Uh, Spring, <laughs> Spring Mill, Summit Lake, Tippecanoe, Whitewater Memorial State Parks, as well as Cave River Valley Natural Area and Treen State Recreation Areas. Those will be closed for deer hunting. Uh, once again, the Illinois deer, uh, firearm deer permits, uh, there are very few, but maybe the county that you hunt. But to find out, you need to go to your local bait shop uh, over the counter. They can look up to see if there's any permits left uh, on for the county that you're interested in hunting. Because remember, Illinois starts next weekend. Um, and once again, when they're gone, they're gone. There's nothing left. I've said this for like two weeks, but the Illinois Conservation Foundation is hosting their annual director's hunt on November 25th and 26th at Wayne Fitzgerald State Park Rec Area. This is, if you love pheasant hunting, bird hunting, working with dogs, some of the most unbelievable camaraderie, laughing like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) You need to try this. It's at Ren Lake uh, at Wayne Fitzgerald near Mount Vernon, but you get ammunition, guides, dogs, meals, overnight lodging, a banquet-style dinner that is to die for, uh, and all of the money that they raise goes to many programs with the Illinois Conservation Foundation. Uh, for more information, you go to ilcf.org, click on events and hunt, so you can even register there, or you can call Steve, my buddy, at 217-557-0500. That's 217-557-0500. If you're a Wisconsin deer hunter, please, uh, they want you to bring your deer into one of the numerous check stations so they can be tested for CWD. And also in the state of Wisconsin, what they have is uh, if you harvest a deer, you just can't, you know, take your carcass that's left and throw it in the back 40 someplace. Because if it does have CWD, all you're doing is perpetuating that disease. So they are they have literally dumpsters throughout the state of Wisconsin where you can bring your carcass and throw it in the dumpster and they will properly take care of it uh, afterwards. So that's a really a cool thing that uh, Tammy Ryan told me about. She's the DNR wildlife director for uh, wildlife uh, biologist and director for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. Okay, I want to mention up in Michigan about all the, the everybody and his brother being out there hunting. But that's going to be a good time. A lot of people are going to have some fun. And, uh, you know, it just it's so it is just an unbelievable weekend of family camaraderie. But opening day of deer season. Let's talk fishing, though. Uh, first of all, perch fishing is a little bit tough in Illinois and with Indiana. Uh, they are catching a few, but watch the winds. That's the important thing. Uh, some of the guys in Indiana and ladies are getting using flat, large fatheads and baby golden roaches. Some steelhead action has also been reported. Uh, Pier passes go on sale, uh, and they become effective yesterday. You can pick them up at Henry's, 3130 South Canal Street, $6 for selected piers, 
$10 for parking passes for DuSable, Burnham, uh, Fisherman Lots. Remember that. Perch is a little bit slow in downtown, but a couple guys are popping here and there. As the water gets a little cooler, we're going to see a lot more fish. Cook County Forest Preserves, uh, don't forget, ice fishing is allowed. Uh, Arrowhead, Axehead, Beck, Baloo, Big Ben, Bodie South, Bullfrog, uh, Bussy Main and South, Flatfoot, Green, Horsetail, Ida, Maple, Papoose, Powderhorn, Saganaski Slough, Sag Quarries, Tampier, Turtlehead, and Wampum. I did that with one breath. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> but uh, remember, they do not check for uh, ice thickness. You're on your own, and it's definitely, there's not nothing out there now. But what the, those are the lakes that are going to allow it. Uh, Chain of Lakes, those backwaters are going to probably uh, melt off today. Because we're and tomorrow we're going to be talking some temperatures in the 40s, but it's only been very thin, thin ice on there. Uh, Jason Johns out at Ren Lake is saying they're doing a very good job of popping some nice fish again. Uh, the water temperature, not water temperature, but the air temperature went up, and once that happens, the crappie activate themselves all over again. Let's hear from my uh, favorite fishing buddy. You know who we're talking about. My buddy Aiden. This is the Aiden Fishing Report. Can't go wrong with that one. And Aiden is telling me that he was out with his dad and football season is over, but they're out deer hunting as I'm reading this. He says, Papa, I'm out with my dad deer hunting when you're reading this on your show. So just think maybe I'll have a picture for you later. I'm all fired up my first deer season. Yeah, man, I wish I was there. Uh, he says, Joey's dad fished Grand Haven, and the, when the weather is okay, the pier anglers caught some steelhead on spawn sacks, and some people were jigging little spoons and caught whitefish, which was a good thing to see. Uh, he said the, the weather, though, is really important. Dad and I took a ride down to the Grand River in Grand Rapids before we left for deer season. The water levels are still up high. But steelhead and lake trout, I've never seen a lake trout all the way up here by the 6th Street Dam. Steelhead have been good size. Some of fish have been between 12 and 18 pounds, some of the old guys told me. And even the Rogue River near my house had steelhead in it, especially by the dam in Rockford that we saw a couple anglers fighting fish, but they didn't catch them. The fish got off the line. Good one for the fish. Linda Sue said that Muskegon Lake perch are being caught inside the marina on the south end of the lake. I think you know where that is. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're sorting a lot of small ones, though, she said. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's the Aiden Fisher Report being sponsored by Waterworks Marine. Can't go wrong with that. Tell you what, we're going to... Uh, take a little bit of a break we come back we're going to hear about ice fishing already in eagle river wisconsin and a whole lot more show for you where on your favorite outdoor show chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors you love watching us on tv now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to midwest outdoors magazine for only $14.95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. 
What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Learn, watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Remember, Chauncey's Great Outdoors is the official station for Shimano High School and College fishing results and fishing teams. This segment is brought to you by Shimano. And was it named to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And you know, I got a couple of phone calls. I had to do some digging. So I called the one man up north in way northern Wisconsin, Eagle River, owner, proprietor, guy who's in charge of all the fish in Eagle River. <laughs> George Langley. I wish. <laughs> we have two to four inches on many of the smaller lakes, and so they're getting out. They're doing some early season walleye fishing. They're doing some pan fishing. It's, uh, it's as we said, a very early year, but they're out there, and we've got plenty of ice. I'm, I'm pinching myself because I just, it's kind of like ice? In, but you said uh, some of the smaller lakes, you know, two to four inches. So uh, let me just put this in perspective. I could go ice fishing on some of these smaller lakes and probably catch bluegill, maybe some crappie, whatever, you know. And then I could also go, you, the deeper lakes are not iced over yet. That's right. You could do some open water walleye or muskie fishing on the real big lakes. But it would be pretty miserable out there in a boat. <laughs> well, you know, fishermen, we never said we were the sharpest crayon in the box, you know. <laughs> We've gone out in snow, rain, sleet, and everything else. Uh, you bet. It takes a certain <laughs> amount of insanity, but you can do it. I know. I know that. But, I, I mean, do you, is this something that you think you're going to be holding for a while? or? Well, I think so. It's supposed to get into the... 30s next week, but uh, that's not enough. The low 30s aren't enough to change any of the ice situation. Uh, this is the first year in many years that the guys will be able to come up and deer hunt and walleye fish with tip-ups in the evening if they want to. It's, uh, that used to be a tradition up here. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember somebody was telling me the, the tradition about sitting in a local establishment with all the windows facing the lake and watching their lighted tip-ups to pop. You know? <laughs> right. More than one person has done that. But it, it, it's a nice way to spend a day in a, 
in an evening if you want to. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're saying, you know, some of the smaller lakes, which ones would those be? You know, maybe size or some names to them? Well, I would say any of the lakes up to about 300 acres have, have uh, some safe ice on them. If I was going out, I would take either a spud or a hand auger or something along and uh, check the ice depth. Uh, people are already fishing on Eagle River Chain here, but on on those lakes, you have to worry about current. Yeah. So they're pretty careful when they go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the 150, 200-acre lakes, guys are just walking out and fishing. Wow. And, and so everybody understands who may not be savvy around the country uh, with an ice spud. An ice spud is nothing. It's kind of like visualize a... Uh, a pipe with a, a handle on the top that you put a rope through so you don't lose it, and at the very bottom of it is like a, a hard metal chisel, uh, and it's come. It's brought to a point, and the trick there is before you take your next step, you grab that ice butt and you slam that sucker hard onto the ice. If it just chips a little bit of ice, take a step. If it goes through the ice, back up. <laughs> back up <laughs> which is you know something you you do quite carefully and uh, i mean it's just a safety thing that everybody should be aware of and you know you should have some form of uh uh what do they call the the ice uh you wear them around your neck spikes. So spikes. Ice, spikes. ice spikes so if you do go through and you and you pull yourself out of the ice and i don't care um if you're fishing in three feet of ice two feet of ice or six feet of ice if you're in two to three feet of ice, ice right, two to three feet of water, and you go through that ice, it, you're not going to drown because you'd stand up, but you will never forget that feeling of going through the ice. Well, it does tend to wake you up when you're when you're doing that, <laughs> you know. And, and every year, somebody will go through early in the year like this somewhere, mm-hmm. because people tend to push that ice depth a little bit. Uh, and get out there when there's an inch and a half, but uh, uh, I don't think it's very safe. So stay on the lakes where you're either back in a bay or fish the small lakes where uh, mm-hmm. where the ice tends to be thicker. Yeah, and my personal rule on ice is anything less than four inches of ice belongs in a glass covered with a beautiful amber color liquid. There you go. That's my rule on ice. <laughs> um, it, well, you know, if you're fishing those open lakes, I mean, you're talking sucker fishing and, and stuff like that, right? Yes. It's been an okay, uh, it's been an okay year for muskie, an okay fall, not spectacular, but some big fish have been caught. And uh, the season was going real good until about a week and a half ago when all of a sudden we just had cold front day after day after day, and it just closed most of the lakes up. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you said those deeper ones are still open. Yes. Since, you know, you have your finger on the pulse of all of Eagle River in northern Wisconsin, um, do do you have a, a list of guides and stuff if somebody wanted to that do ice fishing up there? Well, there's two or three that do, and all people would have to do is uh, give us a call, and we can give them a, a number or two to call. Okay. Well, we, first of all, we got to know where to call. Well, Eagle Sports, 
That's right. 715-479-8804. Mm-hmm. That's Eagle Sports. And the phone number there again, George, is? 715-479-8804. And you have everything that you need for ice fishing up at the shop, right? Sure, including live bait. Including live bait. And, you know, I, I'm i kind of like a, I, I like live bait. Uh, you know, yes, I fish with artificials, you know, through the ice and stuff like that. But I don't know. The, you know, you offer somebody a little bit of live bait. The fish kind of looks at it a little differently underneath the ice. And remember, when the f- it starts getting cold, fish metabolism slows down. But that doesn't mean they're, they're going to stop eating. They're just going to be slow at eating. <clears throat> and that could be a crazy thing. Um... Well, I think we're going to have a good winter up there. Uh, hopefully you won't have to put the extensions on the uh, ice augers. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like last year, that was that was a, a pretty much a tough winter for ice fishermen because the snow got so thick mm-hmm. that it was hard to move around. But yeah. right now, uh, snow isn't a problem. We've probably got three inches on the ground from a bunch of one-inch snowfalls, and that's mm-hmm. it. Cool. Well, George, I want to thank you for coming on the show and getting the word out there that, yes, they're doing some open water fishing, but they're already ice fishing in Eagle River, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, God. It's winter up here. <laughs> Obviously, yes. And we haven't even turned the calendar page, have we? No, not yet. It's, it's an early winter, but it's winter. Yep. And even if we get... A day where it's above 30 or 35, there's still so much cold at night and stuff. That's going to hold a lot of the, the ice in those smaller lakes to stay oh, there. Oh, sure. Our ice is here to stay. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about it. Well, George, thank you so very, very much uh, for coming on the show this morning and, and telling everybody what's going on up in northern Wisconsin. And, and we love that dearly because, hey, we, a lot of people from the Midwest like to make that run straight up north and do a little bit of fishing in some God's country up there, okay? Well, we'll be happy to see them. And what, uh, Eagle Sports Center, what's the address? Uh, 705 Wall Street. 705 Wall Street. And if you need some information, your phone number is, I'm going to repeat, 715-479-8804. George, thank you so very, very much. Good to talk to you, Chauncey. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Come to Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's for their holiday kickoff sale going on now till November 26th. It's holiday time at Bass Pro and Cabela's, and whatever your favorite outdoorsman wants under his tree, I can guarantee Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's has it at their holiday kickoff sale. From fishing rods and reels to camo clothing and those smart fashions for the lady, all your holiday shopping can be done at one spot. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's with their holiday kickoff sale. Don't forget, Santa's Wonderland starts November 16th to December 24th. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure starts here. Hi, this is Bill Cullerton, and you're listening to Chauncey Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, yeah, about a week ago, I got a little bit of a preliminary deer archery harvest report, and I got a little I got a little flutter, and I got a little excited. So I found the guy, Paul Shelton, who's the uh, head wildlife for pro- all the programs in the Illinois Department of Natural Resources, to talk a little bit about this preliminary report and what it might or may not tell us down the road. Paul, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you? All right. Now, 
once again, the magic word here is preliminary, right? Yep. What we do, I, I, I tend to track this weekly. Actually, I, I look at it every day, but I, but I put out a weekly summary during the archery season, at least, at least up until firearm deer season, when, mm-hmm. when the archery harvest tapers off quite a bit. But uh, right now, we're, we're kind of in the make, make or break part of the archery season. We've gotten to the rut. Our interest is at an all-time high for, you know, that period of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, ta- we're taking a lot more deer, and so having good weather conditions, as we have throughout most of this period, has, has really helped us. And what we saw with the archery season this year is that the first week or so, it, was, it got off to a little bit of a slow start. And, uh, but since that time, oh, since about the 12th or so of October, it's been looking really good. And in particular, once we, once we got to late October and, and that first week of November, that's when, that's when everybody's wanting to hunt. You start seeing that way more bucks are being taken. They're a much higher proportion of the take here this past week than they have been before and this past weekend we were taking oh over three thousand deer a day which during archery season is a, that's a lot of deer taken by archery hunters in a short period of time i look for that to continue through this next weekend and then things are going to start tapering off a little bit after that because everybody starts thinking firearm deer season at that point and archery harvest really drops off but it has been gangbusters and we've had We've had some really good weather during this rut period so far. Yeah, and um, you know I've seen the deer in the in the suburban areas, as you know, DuPage County, uh, some of the suburban forest preserves in Cook and uh, Lake County. Uh, it, you know, I mean, it's just it's great. But so many people have been sending me trail camera photos this year of really. I mean, deer with huge racks, and I'm like, where's this? I've never had some. Either we've gotten two things are happening. Either we got better at knowing how to work a trail camera, and the second thing is maybe we're becoming better archers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a buddy, and he they picked up some trail cam photos here a few weeks back, and and just they they picked up a buck that they had never seen before, and uh, been hunting that area hard, and it's like he. He's, he's just suddenly started showing up, and it's a, it's like you said, he's a really, really nice, remarkable buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you know, the numbers that, you know, have come across here, uh, we're looking pretty good. I mean, uh, and once again, preliminary numbers, folks. This is, we're not getting, you know, saying, oh, my God, this is gospel. No, it's not gospel, but it's like, whoa, this is could, this could look good. I mean, right now you're at 27,600 and change compared to 2,500. Um, twenty-five thousand rather. Uh, last year, so you know you're you're up a couple of grand, but once again, it's a preliminary harvest, and we're going to see some of these areas. But you know the the counties that you expect these high numbers, they're they're still getting good numbers and maybe a little bit more, right? Yeah, uh, we are seeing. You know, and one advantage we have this year uh, with our archery harvest is. Uh, is that firearm deer season falls on the latest date that it possibly can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're comparing to, to last year's figures right now, 
and and we actually have an additional weekend of archery hunting before the firearm deer season that we didn't even have last year. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's pretty likely that our overall harvest uh, during archery season is going to uh, is going to exceed last year. I think mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much a given. Although last year's was the strongest harvest that I ever saw after the firearm deer season. Uh, our harvest rates remained a little higher than than they typically do later on. Uh, not as many not as many hunters dropping out, and uh, so folks are taking advantages of the opportunities that they're given. Well, I can't remember what the weather was last year, but I mean, when you're talking eight, ten degrees up here in the northern part of the state, or zero, uh, and it's, we're still haven't turned the calendar into uh, December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is seems like really early winter. Just all of a sudden, you know, it's eight degrees when I got up the other morning, and mm-hmm. and uh, this morning not much different. So uh, I'd say there's a lot of a lot of guys that are hunting out of. Uh, blinds rather than being up in a tree on some of these mornings, particularly if they've got much wind, because uh, it takes a pretty hardy soul to want to stay with it a long time in this type of weather. And, you know, as as I've become a more mature, ang- uh, you know, hunter, uh, that's another word for that is old fart, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like both of my feet on the ground, and uh, if it's really cold outside, I, there's nothing nicer than that little propane heater in the blind. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like I, well, it's kind of like you say. The the older I get, the more vulnerable I feel when I'm high up in a tree. So mm-hmm. so uh, doesn't doesn't take as much to convince me as it used to to try hunting from a blind on the ground. Oh yeah, particularly exactly. particularly in this weather. Oh yeah, exactly. Hey, you know. Um, Throughout the year, you hear uh, a lot of people say, you know, oh, the different counties and the different forest preserves are taking so many deer out, and, you know, they're reducing our deer herd. You know, but those are isolated pockets where, you know, they they need to have that done. You you can't have, uh, for example, in a forest preserve, 100 deer living in a certain area that really should only sustain 20, right? Right. You know, I, and I've had people tell me that too. I, you know, I used to I used to see fifty deer when I hunted this spot, and it's like, you know, that's a fifteen acre woodlot you're talking about, man. It's like there's there's only so much resource to go around. Yeah. And 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 even though you might enjoy seeing that many, uh, you know, it it really wasn't a good thing to have had that many deer at that point in time. Yeah. And so there, there are places where we have to work on trying to reduce these localized overpopulations. Mm-hmm. But each, you know, each county in Illinois has its own separate goal for where we want to be. And, and so if it's above that goal, we try to take it down. But once we get it there, then, then we start backing off. And, and uh, it's not a, a forever process right. that we're always trying to reduce numbers. There, there are a great many counties in Illinois right now that are, that are below the goal that we have set for them, and uh, so we backed off, and we're actually allowing them to increase to get back up to that place. Yeah, it, it's a, you have to to work with the buffet table, as I like to put it, and you know, showing these preliminary numbers that yeah, we're up a little bit preliminary. Uh, it's showing you that you know the buffet table of the woods where the deer are eating, there's still enough food 
for them. But when they start con- con- congregating, like you said, in a 15-acre area and you got a hunt, you know, 50 deer, well, Thanksgiving dinner table for the deer out there sure dries up pretty quick, and then they wind up starving or running around and getting hit by cars, etc. I mean, it's, it's a, a really vicious cycle. But our, overall, our deer population is excellent, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, it's, uh, management is, is looking to affect change either up or down and try to keep things in balance. So sometimes walking that tightrope about, you know, what's the right number of deer, uh, it's easy to get sidetracked. But we're, we're trying to keep the herd within, mm-hmm. within you know, what, what is a good number for the range so that they can be in good health. And we're also trying to, to manage this harvest so that, so that we're taking adequate numbers of, of female deer and keeping that herd in balance. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the end product of that is, is having a good age structure within our deer population for both bucks and does. And a byproduct of that is that we see a lot of really nice big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing them on a lot of trail cameras this year. <laughs> well, you know, you guys are doing a great job. Um, uh, I, I see that, in, and it's just like the, you know, the the fisheries people. You know, they, they pull back because there, there's not enough uh, forage base. The forage base increases. They increase a little bit. You know, it's it's a give and take. And, you know, maybe you can manage your backyard from with rabbits and, you know, birds coming to your bird feeder. Think about trying to manage 102 counties. Is that the right number? Yes. Oh, God, I'm yes. impressing myself. 102 counties in a state that has a gazillion miles of square miles of space, it's not an easy job. And, Paul, you're doing a heck of a job doing it, let me tell you. Well, I appreciate you saying so, Chelsea. You're doing that. Well, thanks very much and you know, telling people about the preliminary archery harvest. And we're going to keep people posted uh, every week on this when we get the report from you. So they, they, they see what's going on, as well as the firearm and you know, down through the rest of the year. Okay, Paul? All right, thank you, Chauncey. Thanks for coming on the show. You're listening to Cha- you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Come to Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's for their holiday kickoff sale going on now till November 26th. It's holiday time at Bass Pro and Cabela's, and whatever your favorite outdoorsman wants under his tree, I can guarantee Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's has it at their holiday kickoff sale. From fishing rods and reels to camo clothing and those smart fashions for the lady, all your holiday shopping can be done at one spot. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's with their holiday kickoff sale. Don't forget, Santa's Wonderland starts November 16th to December 24th. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, where your next outdoor adventure starts here. Buy a fishing boat in November from Waterworks that's powered by a Mercury motor and say, oh yeah, it is saving money. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills is having truckloads of Lowe's, Lunds, Seapros, Monterey boats, all powered by a Mercury motor, delivered every week. And they are giving you boat show incentives now. Layaway prices now. And winter discounts now. For five years running, Waterworks has received the prestigious CSI Award for customer satisfaction. So you know Waterworks is many steps above all other dealers for price and service. Waterworks can also save you money on winterizing and winter storage. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworkswithane.com and say, oh yeah, to saving more money.
You only need to say one word, Shimano, and you know you're talking about the smoothest, most efficient spinning reel and bait casting reels on the market. Whether it's Stella, Stratic, Corrado, Antares, or others, when you match it up with a Shimano fishing rod, you're holding a fish catching machine. Made to last and perfectly balanced for bass, trout, muskie, and panfish, Shimano is the only name you need to remember the next time you walk into your local dealer. What's the name? Shimano. It's Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, on the phone, I've got a fine gentleman. I mean, we've talked about ice fishing. We're talking about this. We're talking about that. But some people just have to open water fish. And I said, I bet you I know somebody who's on open water fish and good-sized ones at that. I got Nate Wellman from the West Michigan Guide Service. Nate, how are you? I'm doing really good on this chilly November day. You got that right. I don't know what happened to the calendar, but this is a little colder than I'm expecting. <laughs> a little colder than everybody's been expecting lately, but uh, that's all right. It's uh, For me, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because... Not a lot of people want to go out on the river these days and chase those steelhead, you know, fun fishing because it's so cold. Mm -hmm. So I get it all to myself, and that's a lot of fun fishing to be had. Yeah. Uh, For you people that uh, may have going, wait, Nate Wellman, we remember him. Uh, Nate's the gentleman that caught that 35-pound? 34-pound, 4-ounce king. All right, 34, 4-ounce king the <laughs> earlier this year. And he, he runs his guide service for many years, and he's up on the Muskegon River chasing these steelhead. And it's just, this is, they're going to be there for a while, but people need to get out there and fish, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, this time of the year when they come in in the fall, I switched over to guiding steelhead full-time this year on October 10th. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been going, you know, all fall, and... Yeah, absolutely. They show up in the fall to eat the salmon eggs and the decaying salmon, a lot of food in the river. And the ones that show up in the fall stay all winter, and still some more move in through the winter. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's it's great fishing, you know. Now that we're in full swing deer season, and you know all the different hunting options available, and everybody out trekking around, it kind of takes the pressure off of the river systems for the steelhead fishing and creates some fantastic fishing and good opportunities Mm -hmm. to catch, you know, trophy trout. Right. And, you know, I want people to realize, if you think it's exciting nailing into a steelhead on the big lake and those fish come out and they do the tail dancing and they, you swear to God, you got a cross between a sailfish and a, uh, you know, a a tuna uh, out in the big pond, you get that same fish in a river, and your heart is going to go bump, 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 bump a lot faster because it's like this is my environment. I'm in charge, and those fish will shoot down river, make a right, get tangled up in something, come back left. I mean, it's unbelievable the excitement of winter steelhead fishing. Like I found out 45 years ago. I'll be honest when I say you know I've been all over the country. I've fished bass. I've fished, you know, every freshwater fish. I've been to the salt many a times, and I love all fish. I, I'm just a fish-loving kind of guy from a bluegill all the way up to a marlin. Steelhead are by far my favorite fish. They hold a special place in my heart, you know, because they are. They, they're so 
crazy and unpredictable and, you know, acrobatic and just, you know, we had one the other day that we're, you know, I'm back bouncing, which I'm walking spawn bags down the river and we're only, we're hooking them 30 feet from the boat. And we had one that we, my client about ripped the rod out of his hand and then he, you know, sets the hook, fish barrel rolls about three times in the air where you swear you're looking at it eye to eye, you know, five, six feet out of the water, <laughs> runs down river turns around and comes back at the boat. He thought he lost it because it turned around so fast and come back at us so fast. I'm screaming at him, just real, 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 because I can see his line shooting through the water. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets his rod tight about the time the fish gets underneath the boat and is underneath the boat running and jumping on the other side of the boat. <laughs> He's running around the boat with his rod in the water, gets it going. The fish comes back at us, goes under the boat. You know, he did like three circles around the boat because the fish is just going so crazy, you know, and it's a, you know, 14, 15 pound steelhead and it's just the adrenaline rush of it is unexplainable until it's happened to you. And and you just described river steelhead fishing from with a guide service that knows what they're doing and gets you on fish compared to catching them out on the big pond where they got all this run to make long runs. They jump up a few times. It is a completely different, exciting. Just check in with your cardiologist before you go. That's all I'm going to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, you know. And what what really adds to it is in the river we're using, you know, nine to ten foot rods. You know, a lot lighter rods. Mm-hmm. You know, they're bending it three quarters of the way or all the way to the cork. You know, ten pound, eight pound line, small number four, six, and eight hooks. And it's really finesse kind of fishing with a, you know, super powerful fish. It's kind of like going to a freaking war with a knife in your hand in a way, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it, it, and it's fun, you know. It's I don't know. I'm getting all excited right now about it. Oh, yeah. I, was just, I was just fishing them two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree 100%, my friend, because, and that's the thing, like I said, that I learned about steelhead fishing many years ago. And all the excitement that uh, you have going on to do this. If somebody's going to, first of all, somebody's going to go out on a, with West Michigan Guide Service here and, you know, with Nate Wellman, what do they need to bring to make their trip enjoyable? Really, you know, we keep it really simple. You know, anybody over the age of 17 needs to have a Michigan fishing license. Mm-hmm. And dress appropriate for the weather, because, you know, right now it's cold or maybe rainy or maybe really nice, you know, but dress appropriate for the weather. Um, on my boats, we have everything you need for fishing, bait, everything. You don't have to bring anything like that. I've got, we got coolers on the boats with waters and some sodas. We carry some snacks, you know, jerky, peanuts. So really just dress for the weather. And, uh, you know, if you want to say anything more than that, bring it yourself. You know, some beers are welcome if you'd like to have a few. And, uh. If you want to take some fish home, you know, bring a cooler to bring them home in, and we got you. We clean them, we bag them, we got everything. I mean, these fish are like torpedoes, people. I'm not exaggerating. These, this is the king of the river, and these things are such great fighters. They taste so good out on a grill when they come from this cold water. You know, oh, 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 oh. we won't get into oh. that. We won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. I actually ate one the other day. No. And uh, you know, you know what I, you know what I've always called them my whole life is I call them silver bullets mm-hmm. because they are. There's they're chrome and they're just so fast that it's just 
you know, they can cross a 50, you know, 50 yard wide river in seconds, jumping the whole way if they want to. Mm-hmm. God. So, what is kind of like a size range of these fish? I would say our average steelhead is six to ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, those are what we call our cookie cutters, our average. And then you start getting into your big fish, you know, twelve pounds and up. And really, because Lake Michigan's been so healthy the last few years, we've been seeing a massive surplus of fish. You know, going in that fifteen to eighteen pound range. Oh my God! You know, it's pretty common to get a fifteen pounder nowadays, or bigger, seventeen, eighteen. That is so cool. That is so cool. So on on eight pound line or ten pound line, that's a mm-hmm. that's a tussle. They'll they'll test you. They'll test your skills, and mm-hmm. that's what's fun. Where do, where do the people meet you at to get on the boat? Uh, well, I live right on the Muskegon River, and um, actually, I think since me and you talked, I've moved. I still have a house on the Muskegon River. I live on the lower section down by Maple Island. Oh, okay. And then I also where I've been living, and I have a house is up in the Nuevo. Uh, stretch of the river, and uh, my house upriver now is turned into a rental for clients to stay in or weekend people to come visit or whatever it may be. So cool. I even now can offer you uh, lodging and fishing. So That's a good deal, good deal. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, Nate, to, to go out on probably one of the most exciting fishing trips they are going to have in the Midwest, how do they do this? Two best ways to get a hold of me. Look up West Michigan Guide Service on Facebook or Instagram. Um, we do a lot more with Facebook, but you can find me both or give me a call on my cell phone. The number is 616-540-5695. Feel free to text as well, and I'm always available. All right, let me repeat that number. It's 616-540-5695. All I can say, people, you are going to have the time of your life. Dress warm but you're going to have the time of your life with Nate out on the river. Nate, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks, Chauncey. I always appreciate it. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. HookandHuntTV.com is educating and informative. Jim Crowley shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why. If you have attended his seminars, you know his no-nonsense approach. Learn, watch, learn, and apply. Information is the key to success on HookandHuntTV.com. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Hi, this is Cheryl Smith. 
the outdoor girl. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, uh, man, I want to go steelhead fishing. <laughs> I'm psyched. I'm fired up. I want to go steelhead fishing. I... Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, he's got Nate got me going on that one. But uh, a couple of things I want to make sure we mentioned. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but uh, a fine gentleman, Cody Holland, he's from Beaverton, Oregon. He uh, was using a crankbait at the TNT Fireworks Bass Nation Championship, the BASS Nation Championship. This was last, I think, November eighth. He's a 35-year-old angler, and he wound up getting the heaviest bag of uh, the tournament, five bass that weighed 13 pounds, 12 ounces, that brought him from 10th place to 1st place. So congratulations to one of the guys, as I like to say, in the trenches. You know, he's got a full-time job. He's fishing on weekends and every chance he can get, and he did real good on that one. And also the uh, from Verroca, Wisconsin, the Vernon County Clerk, court on November 6th ordered two local men who led a 2018 illegal shining and shooting operation of deer to pay thousands and thousands of dollars in fines. Yeah, nail them good boys and ban them from hunting, fishing and trapping for 15 years nationwide. They should have made it 35 years. Uh, Concluding a case that was investigated by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, Conservation Wardens, uh, Shanawa Stringham, and a team of other wardens, citizens, and court officials that did all this work to make sure that these people were properly taken care of and fined for taking illegal deer, et cetera, et cetera. So congratulations to all those people who did massive amounts of hard work. I really, really appreciate that. You know, one of the things I want to make sure we say thank you to our sponsors who bring this program to you every single week. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all five stores. Uh, remember, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, your adventure starts here. I will be at the Gurney store at 5 o'clock, bringing Santa into Santa's Wonderland. So come on down, everybody. I'll be in the Gurney store having some fun. Uh, bringing Santa in on a nice new nitro boat that's being towed in. It's yeah, we parked the reindeer up on the roof, so, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, Waterworks Marine, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, Diamond Ghost Charters, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine. Remember, pick up a subscription for your favorite holiday person, including the little kids at home. Ren Lake Tourism, visit RenLake.com and enjoy RenLake.com. And as always, we're the official station for Chicago, for Shimano High School and College Fishing Teams. Uh, you know, the weather's going to be kind of goofy a little bit here. So, you know, we've, you, you've got to work at the, you know, especially in Illinois, it's, don't get crazy for ice fishing yet. It's, we need to get some good, solid, really cold weather. We'll find some skim ice in certain areas and things like that. Northern Wisconsin, central Wisconsin, they're getting a lot colder up there than we are. So you may have to take that run up north. Uh, but remember when deer season opens, whether you're fishing a lake, or, you know, walking in the woods, I highly, highly suggest you wear some form of hunter orange vest and hat just to, so you're, you're able to see. Especially if you're fishing rivers and stuff where you're a lot quieter, you're not making noise through the woods. Uh, and remember, 
Michigan's got 500,000 shooters in the woods this week, deer hunting for the next 15 days. And every year there's, there are no accidents from shooting incidences. There's heart attacks from guys that shouldn't have been up in a tree stand and many other things, (laughs) but you know, hunting is a very safe sport. Well, I hear the flute playing, so that must mean it's time to close the show. And I always like to leave you with the Native American proverb. And this one comes from our friends at the Ogala Lakota Nation. Our buddy Black Elk said this one. And this is very true. It says, the hearts of little children are pure. And therefore, the creator may show them many things which older people miss. Meaning older people have so many things going on, they don't see the things that the Creator is showing all the kids out there when they're in the great outdoors or maybe in their own backyard. It is really an interesting thing. Once again, the hearts of little children are pure and therefore the Great Spirit may show to them many things. Don't forget that. Once again, we're going to be at Bass Pro Shops this evening from 5 o'clock on with Santa Claus. And let's have some fun this holiday season and enjoy it and get ready for deer season and many other things that are coming up. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 